welcome to the fourth official podcast. I am your host, Tom Miller, here with anti-United fan James Lewis, Arsenal fan Ken Lee, and elated Tottenham fan Dr. Pete. Guys, we we made it. We got through the international break. Um, <sighs> remains to be seen Thank exactly God. to what extent um, those those matches were super spreader events. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll know in 14 days. Yeah, we'll know in about 14 days, but we made it through. I, I don't there were some important uh, practice matches played, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Actually, the U.S. national team, Dr. Pete, since you brought it up, um, they look pretty good. They played who? Panama? And they won 6 zip. Wales, Wales and Panama. 0-0 yeah. to Wales. And then, uh, and I thought it was really cool, guys, that they had the entire team almost were European club team players as opposed to um, the – Junk. We'll just use the word junk. Qualifying team that showed well, up in 2018, James. Yeah. Well, I mean, beating Panama is something that recently the U.S. men's national team has struggled with. So <laughs> teams like yeah. Panama. So that was a little cathartic. And you know, I, I wish we had done a little bit better against Wales. But I think overall, the players that we are bringing in are young and and exciting and and talented, and mostly from the European leagues. It's just a shame that they'll then be coached by Greg Berhalter. <laughs> so, so while I'm I'm gonna allow myself to be cautiously optimistic about the talent coming through, like like Dest having Dest is yeah. great, right? Playing but again, Barcelona, yep. Receiving his tactical instructions from <laughs> well, Greg just, Berhalter. Just remember that he spends ninety percent of his training or more in the year with Barcelona. You know, yeah. Well, Same the the other thing Reina. is, if you're if you're a coach and you're looking at national teams to coach, like, wouldn't you want to coach the U.S. in two years? Yeah, like sure. you get Look, to hang out in the good. U.S. and the mm-hmm. all the players are young and playing for good teams. I think it's going to be a, a a job that's definitely on the most wanted list. I hope yeah. it's not Greg Berhalter doing it in two years. <laughs> it's but it's going to be Greg Berhalter. <laughs> so you need to get over that immediately. I'll never. Uh, you know, he's one <laughs> bad gold cup away from recalling Wondolowski. <laughs> oh, my God. And I know you'd love that, Tom, but it's not good for the country. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but earlier today, I, I refuse. He's like a it's a it's a he who must not be named situation for me. And uh, he scored. I didn't know he was still playing. He scored a game tying goal in the MLS today. I some kind of playoff or something. Chris Wondolowski still plays. He scored today, and he was going berserk. And he scored from like, like three feet away, like he should have done in the World Cup. <sighs> I think as an American, if even if his name were to come up for his country, he should respectfully bow out. I think he he should have bowed out the bit. first time. He yeah, bowed out in the name of the flag. Uh, I cannot. I cannot show up and put that jersey on. Thank you for the offer, though. <laughs> All right, we we spent way too much time on Wondolowski. Uh, the international break is thankfully over. A lot of teams struggled. You know, the worst part about the international breaks for me, besides the fact that you don't get any soccer for like two weeks, is that if you lost, you just sit on that lost, and the headlines roll over and over. United did not lose. But I know, you know, Arsenal lost and they went into it with a loss and, and that's just miserable. You can hardly look at the at the at the 
articles going forward. And then on the other hand, if you if you won, like you just thirst to watch your team again. You know, you just want to. Okay, I wish we had another game in three days so you can get the momentum going, and plus you're like excited about your team. And international break takes all that away, packs it up, and just flushes it down the toilet. You know, and I also just, just want to sit there on Saturday and Sunday and watch some interesting games that I'm interested in. Like yes. it's such an empty weekend. Ignore your kids and watch the game. <laughs> you know, just trying to get through the weekend. Ken, do you have your kids watch the Arsenal game with you? Yeah, but right now, I mean, they're still a little bit yeah. disinterested. They'd rather go in the basement and play with their train tracks still. So, which is I try to let let myself know they're five and three. It, it doesn't hurt my heart too much <laughs> yet. How much well, leeway I mean... do they have? <laughs> they get me older than this. I'm gonna have to start. You know, I'll just start chaining them to the uh, couch. Probably better you... that they're not watching these performances though. <laughs> if you're trying okay. to make them Arsenal fans. All right, Those let's let's roll City into the week, know. guys. Let's roll into the week. So we have. Lots of matches. We're just excited to have everybody playing again. Um, but I want to focus on a few things in this one. Obviously, we're going to go with the marquee matchup first. Tottenham 2, Manchester City 0. Um, I didn't get the bet in for you guys. Nobody consented to it, so I guess you guys aren't going to do it. I was saying that whoever lost had to have on their phone lock screen yeah, an I'll image picked by the other person. I'll do that. I, I figured out a different uh, different thing for james i think that he should have to change his cricket wireless to any other server to get our text on time since he lost uh no well no i'm not gonna do that but it's not cricket wireless it's i know i know a couple of x at&t guys you still got the hookup i was on at&t and you kept complaining about that i know a guy who used to be in charge of all politics at AT at&t that's Way true. In charge of Tip all top. politics. All politicians <laughs> and all politics. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We do know a guy like that for sure. I don't for sure. Know. Yeah, I mean you... guy like that sounds like he'd have a lot of character flaws. We <laughs> <laughs> we, we we did not come to that agreement before the match. So uh No, James, I, I I was operating under that. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so you're the It won't be anything different for James. He has it in this background anyway already. Oh, you think he? You think he has? Uh, Pete, oh, you get to no, pick the no, image. No, no, that would be you, Tom. You're you're the closet. You're the closet yeah. Tottenham fan. Oh, I forgot. That's true. That's true. Uh, Pete can pick one, and Pete Pete could be smart about it and pick one that's really bad. But he'll. I think. Pete oh, let me is, just pick a picture. He'll go for a. He'll How about I get to pick a soccer picture? picture. Any, but soccer wait, picture. we we probably do soccer picture because if James ever wins this bet. It could be really bad for somebody <laughs> on their lock screen. Everybody that's else has a soccer kids. picture. That's that's not specific enough. I'm telling you right now that James <laughs> is extremely creative and very well versed on Reddit, and he could find he could get around your their, guidelines. Their soccer pants have to be pulled all the way up. <laughs> well, that's just ridiculous. All right. Wait, all wait, right. Wait, why are we even having a bet? <laughs> Tottenham two, Manchester City zero. Um, I think the big thing here is that it's just Jose's tactics worked in this match. And I think in maybe other other matches, it, it wouldn't have against Man City, but it worked a trick, especially since he scored so early. Um, Ken, how important do you think it is that Sun scored in the fifth minute and you know that Tottenham's going to sit back, concede concession, and then counter, and you get a goal early, so you're kind of reinforced on that? Well, I mean, an early goal definitely helps no matter what. Um, that goes without saying. I think that on the day, though, 
um, the finishing was just not there from Manchester City. It, it wasn't as though City were lacking ideas or lacked the possession or lacked even the the good chances to go up by several goals, even after they were they went down early. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, a huge lack of finishing. And if you're gonna if you're gonna sit that high against Tottenham, where you know that. Kane has his passes laser guided as of yeah, late. right now, especially um, you're asking to get scored on and granted two counterattacks. I mean, city will say James will say, you know, they had to be terrible on the day to lose because he thinks that they're the greatest team in the world still. <laughs> um, but you know, they just, I just think unfortunately for city right now, they have to figure out a new way to play in the prem and that's going to fall back on pep. And I'm sure he's got some ideas. I mean, I don't know if this is taking too long to come to be. But right now, if you can't finish, you're going to get exposed with that defense. And Kevin De Bruyne can't do everything in the midfield. Um, just uh, good on Tottenham today. Good on Jose Mourinho. It, yeah. Good I game think plan. They, they weathered I, the storm just like they needed to, and they scored goals on the, the couple opportunities they got. Yeah, guys, what you know in the last time Manchester City scored more than one goal in a legal match was it was against Leicester City. It's against Leicester City on September 27th. I believe that is seven games. Um, That's just in the league because they did score three against Porto, uh, three against Marseille. But Pep is the one who brought that up after the match. Uh, James, we'll go to you here. I think. You know, it, it's you take this one on the chin where you have 22 shots, five on target. Tottenham has four shots and two on target. 66% possession to 34. And I think the big thing is exactly what Ken said, is the finishing with no Aguero. And you have guys in there who are currently pooping their pants. You guys are in 13th place right now. First thoughts on the game and then maybe on, on where you guys are in the league. So we've definitely had issues with attack, uh, you know, and both Aguero and Jesus have been injured for most of the beginning of the season. So we don't, we don't, we haven't had really a striker, uh, which certainly hurts. That being said, you need to adapt. And we have, like you mentioned, we have adapted outside of the league, but inside of the league, we have not really been getting it done. So, you know, I, I don't like Mares playing on the wing. I don't like him in this game. It's just so wasteful and just a step late to do everything. Like you're gonna cross the ball in the box. No, you're mm-hmm. gonna try a couple crossovers first. Yeah. Short shorten your angle down and then make a cross and then the cross is ineffective. I, every time he got the ball he did that. Yeah, he's been cold um, for sure. You know, there were some unlucky moments. Uh like we had some good interchanges on the edge of their box and one where Jesus went through, you know, um I think he he didn't get a shot off, or or maybe the defender made a block. It fell to De Bruyne, who who blasted it towards the net, and it hit Jesus on the ground, <laughs> uh, and went out for a goal kick. Right, that was that shot was going in. Then we had the yeah. uh, you know unfortunate uh, handball again to Jesus. It took a little deflection off the defender coming in. He tried to adjust. It hit his hand. Called back, rightfully so. But yes, Tottenham. I don't think it's a secret that playing counterattack like that is very effective against City right now, especially when we're not scoring goals ourselves. Um, and having Son and Kane up there does, you know, and playing a counterattack, an effective counterattack is going to be trouble for us. Uh, and it was today. I'll say 
in the last three matches that we've played against Tottenham, we've had 71 shots, 21 on target, and two goals. Ugh, that is awful. Spurs, <laughs> Tottenham have had nine shots, seven on target, six <clears throat> goals in the last three matches. So we have it's 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 almost eight times as many shots three times as many on target and we have a third of the goals that they have quality's not there so yeah the, the finishing yeah certainly and it seems this way every time spurs play us they take every they get an opportunity and they finish it and that's uh you know good on them and all credit to them high line you know that's the way pep plays uh, I think we need to figure out something different in attack because if you're going to take the disadvantages that come with playing a high line, you have to make sure that you are also taking full advantage of the advantages that it gives you. And I, yeah. we're not doing that right now. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think long term, you have to be a little worried. Um, you know, we talk a lot about Pep system. And I, I wonder how much of it, it's so hard to stay on the knife's edge. We've said that for years, that staying on that knife's edge is so difficult to do in terms of form, in terms of uh, buy-in from the players, and um, just how you're actually, you know, even getting the breaks and things like that. I'm not uh, even, Dr- even going to be worried about long-term right now, though, because I think we just need to worry about short-term. Sure, sure. You got to scrap and get those three-pointers, yeah. even if you only win 1-0 against a team that has, like, five shots on the season. Um, like United did, but Pete, I'm going to give you your, (laughs) your due desserts, um, here as we, we touch on this game, everybody's calling it a Mourinho masterclass. What did you see? So I think James has a good point in games we played against city in the past. We've given up a ton of shots, ton of shots on target. And we actually beat them two nothing back in January. Same uh, score line, but this was a completely different game. That game, we were incredibly lucky, and City took it to us all game. Really should have beat us three nothing. Just one of those fluke games. But this this was a different game altogether. And the game plan coming in was obvious. Everybody knew what we were going to do. Pep knew what we were going to do, and he still didn't adjust. And I think that City just has some weaknesses that are very easy to exploit right now. And they've been exploited in a lot of big games now. Once we saw Cancelo was out on the left side, Sun started on the right side the first time he has all year. Mm-hmm. And five minutes into the game, Sun catches Cancelo taking a nap along with the center back and drifts in and punishes them. And once you score that first goal, yeah, you know Mourinho, uh, he had some ridiculous stat where if he's up at halftime in the Premier League, He's won like 180 of his 184 games. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. absurd. And once that happened, that completely changed the game. And they played right into our hands. I, I didn't. I thought Pep didn't do a good enough job adjusting. And yeah, they had a lot of shots, but we blocked 10 of their 22 shots. Our defenders did. So, I mean, how many times was Larice tested? There was one header that was hit straight at him. Other than that, I can think of maybe one other time when he had a nice save. Now, I think that James is right about it was unlucky if, if Jesus hadn't got hit by that De Bruyne ball, probably would have been a different game. But we also it would have been a different game if 
Harry Kane stays on side there to make it two nothing, which there's no reason he should have been offside there other than Son has never passed that ball in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying other- to make I wasn't trying to make what ifs about it. I mean, just kinda yeah. you guys definitely had the number uh for that game dialed in. Yeah, yeah I, think- I think our defending was better than it's ever been. I mean, tackles going in, Serge Aurier didn't give away a penalty somehow. <laughs> like, that's some kind of a miracle. That was weird. Enough. I thought that was going to be our, yeah. our get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just waiting for it, yeah. as I do any time that, that he's starting. But I think that, you know, I, I don't know if our team has enough quality to put together a serious title push, but... I do know that we have good enough players to beat any team in the league right now. And the way that Kane has been deployed, teams are just, they can't figure out what to do. No, and he they puts, can't, he can't muscles it. He muscles it in the midfield. defenders and the midfielders. Yeah. He, he muscles people around there. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's all true. I think this is year two of, uh, Jose Mourinho, and this Jake is Mourinho. the time. Yep, this is when he has everybody on board. He's thrown a couple of people under the bus. They've gotten back on because it's not the whole roster yet, and he's really reached. Uh, a, he's gotten buy-in from Harry Kane in playing a different position, which is really important because Harry Kane, you know, he's going after a lot of goal records. If you look at his long-term goals, you know, he's got I think two hundred for the club, Pete. Um, Yes, and he's staring down the, that record. He's staring down the record. Uh, if I mean, if he can stay healthy, which is hard, but he's staring down the English scoring record. He's a scorer, and those guys they need the counting stats, or you'll lose their buy-in. And I think because he's been the one dropping in and making those passes and, and through to Son, and he's been a huge part of their success in his new role because they don't really have an attacking midfielder right now. I mean, Deli Ali hasn't. I mean, Pete, when's the last time he played? Um, I'm guessing he's playing in the Europa games, maybe like he's nowhere. Well, I think we, we've got a, the system set up a little bit differently because Mourinho's realized that and, and Dombele and Celso are attacking midfielders. You know, if you look at their past, but they're playing a little bit deeper and Ndombele had a incredible pass on that. Yeah. Picking out sun on the first one. So I mean, there he's are, another player that's bought in and totally changed it around the second season. He's yeah. Looking- yeah. And he got Amazing. torched by Mourinho in the first season. And, and that's the kind of thing when Mourinho has everybody on board and then he has them defending the way they were. I thought that was a huge part of this match was guys diving in and taking balls to the face and taking balls, you know, three inches away and blocking uh, KDB from getting shots off. That's a huge part of why Tottenham won. Um, I, we're going to move on from this because we, we've spent a little too much time on it, but a huge we win spend for a little more time. Tottenham. We're not spending more time on it. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham with a big win. They are in first place. Ken, since the first, what was the first time? Since I think the commentator said after the game, since 2014. That's that is pre- crazy. I couldn't believe it because they were in that Leicester fight. I assumed that at some point they had been in front of Leicester when Leicester won the league. But, you know, the guys, that's not true because Leicester just kept going and everybody just thought they were going to fall back yeah. in that season. And they just didn't. Oh, so I guess that makes sense. Points. Yeah, let's, they uh, by like eight or nine points. Let's move on to being on Arsenal here. That's the next <laughs> well, team up on the list. I, I want to talk about Chelsea first. I want to talk about oh, Chelsea, okay. guys. Chelsea wins 2-0. Uh, Newcastle <laughs> is terrible. We don't have to – I don't want to talk about how bad Newcastle is. We already know it. Steve Bruce knows it. 
You can't get dogs Andy know Carroll. It, dogs know it. <laughs> you can't get Andy Carroll to head the ball off people's elbows every single match. They're not going to win. But I want to give Chelsea credit here. They've allowed one goal in their last seven matches in all comps. That is massive for them. They've stopped doing their all-out attacks, you know, clown car stuff they were doing before. They're doing the little things that make a huge difference. They are healthy, which is a big deal. Um, although Thiago Silva is not in this match. They, they win again, 2-0. They're shooting up the table as, they, as you do when you start to play actual defense. Um, so I want to give Chelsea credit here. Werner was terrifying. Tammy Abraham starting to come into form, which is important. Um, and I think, you know, guys, I think they are becoming a team that you can start to be afraid of. Zayich is good, obviously. He's, he's got in well. He's, he's really whipping the ball in well. And, uh, I mean, James, I think that Chelsea's starting to be a team that we have to keep an eye on. Uh, do you think it keeps going? Do you think they fall back a little bit? Or do you think they just haven't played anybody? I I mean, you know, you can say that maybe they haven't played a lot of the tougher teams they yet. But anybody. I don't true. think it really, I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter in the sense that, I mean, you're racking up points now. You're, I mean, you know, losing against a top six team and beating the rest of the league is going to put you in a pretty good yeah, spot. Yeah, I agree. At I the totally end of the agree. at the end of the day, so I mean, Fat Frank has come out always, and, and he has he's been <laughs> listening to the pod. This was the number one criticism we had of Chelsea yep. was getting their defense in order, and and I they're finding their feet somehow, even though Rudiger is playing was playing in this game yeah that's true uh it, it was rudiger and zuma and if last season and you had <laughs> had that as your center back pairing for chelsea with with keppa behind them this would have been four goals for newcastle you're betting on the over uh but they're they're pulling it together and you know i think it's there's a lot of stuff we've talked about a couple different times letting conte play the position that he was born to play and is mm-hmm. dominant at. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Stop trying to make him into a midfielder that arrives in the box or brings attacks forward. That's not him. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. That's and the biggest deal of Frank Lampard. He's getting credit for playing Conte as a center defensive midfielder. And, and you I, think the credit should be with us? I agree. Yeah. No, no. I think the credit <laughs> should be with Leicester City. Chelsea. He won teams play. two league titles like that. <laughs> yeah. Two now, different teams. Yeah, and and he's back there doing it now, and it. I think that just makes everything a lot easier, and you know, you can have now other maybe other players around him having an off day like they will, and he's going to make up for it because not only mm-hmm. is he super talented, but he does not stop the entire game, right? So, yeah. and I'll just say, uh, Werner looked a little bit flat in this game. Um, it was a little frustrating for him. I think he missed a couple sitters. Um, but you had Abraham step up, right? And and Zayek also looked looked pretty good in this game as well. Yeah, he's good. I think Zayek is good. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens when the league adjusts to him a little bit when they figure out where he's taking his crosses from and they shut down his service a little bit. But I think that they have enough firepower. 
firepower uh, that they have, um, you know, Werner that can get you a goal. He, he hasn't scored enough for me, Werner, considering the chances that he's had. He's got four he goals and nine starts, but his positions are fantastic. Um, and if you can get Abraham rolling, he had a really nice first half of the season that most people most people forget about because Chelsea started to slide a little bit. Um, but he last was year, he really, yeah, yes, terrible last in the year. Yeah, and he was awful. He scored like two goals um, in the second half, and they had to rely heavily on Giroud. But I think it's a big deal that Abraham becomes a more complete player for them. Uh, they played Mountain this one. He is becoming, like, I won't say an industrious English midfielder, uh, but he's not wowing anybody. But he plays an important role. He'll play defense to Kovacic as well. So they're starting to stabilize a little bit. I think Mendy is at the core of all that because the instability before was in the fact that you couldn't allow a shot on goal without it going in. We bring up Kepa again here. You know, you couldn't you couldn't allow any shots because he would allow them or he pass ball to their team. And I think that uh, Frank put somebody in, in the goal there now that they know will block shots and can save them. And I think that's a huge deal. So Chelsea wins 2-0, moves up to third place uh, after nine matches played. Um, I want to dip in quickly on the Liverpool match before we get to Arsenal and United. Um, Liverpool wins 3-0. It's almost not worth talking about, except for the fact that they are so incredibly injured. And, you know, uh, Ken, we, we go into this match and we're texting about the starting lineups. And, I mean, you're looking at um, Milner playing right back like it's 2012. So you got Matip, Fabinho, who is a center midfielder, defensive center midfielder, but a great fill-in as a center back. Alisson is still there. Robertson is there. But, um, you know, no Salah. And Liverpool looks like they're ripe to lose uh, at home with no fans against Leicester. They win 3-0, and Jota looks great. So I guess what I'm asking you, Ken, is, like, it's a big win, right? I mean, to win with when you're missing so many players. I think it's a big win, especially when you're playing a team that is being touted around by the, the people that get paid a living to talk about soccer as title contenders. And so not us, though. We're, that's not they us. never looked <laughs> like they were in the game at all. I mean, this to me, this was a classic. Like this, this is like for whatever reason, if Leicester aren't up for it on the day, this is how they play, and it's terrible. Yeah, they, they look so flat. And they're not up but it, for it. But it's like, but then you see they play. They'll play against City. Mm-hmm. And they're unstoppable. I mean, Liverpool plays the same kind of high line. It's the same game, you know. Yeah. What and but but Leicester and Brendan Rodgers just decide to do something different, or everyone just decides to have an off day. It's just crazy. They yeah, I mean, so what's up? This game was three to zero. Yeah, because of the post. I mean, this game could have been embarrassing to Leicester. Yeah. I mean, Jota looks good I mean, too. They did not Dr. do P anything. Looks Lester good. did not show up at all. I feel bad for Brendan Rodgers. Embarrassed. <laughs> um, Jamie Vardy. I mean, I mean, he was no party today. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even look like maybe hung over from the party last night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he looked bad. Uh, I mean, they have... looked bad, and or maybe 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 Liverpool is just that great, and they can figure out a way to play without their best players. I mean, it's good for them. I mean, having Jota as as their stand-in for mm-hmm. whoever is out, Mane or Salah, is so yep. important to them because he he's a player that can play the way they want to. Uh, and you don't. I mean, maybe you can argue you lose something if you lose Mane or Salah for a bit. But having Jota step in gives you something 
maybe almost as good and maybe maybe a little bit different too. That was hugely yeah. important because you know we've seen the kind of lack of injuries come rubber band all the way back on Liverpool this season, and they're struggling right now. Uh, but and then having Salah get COVID and and not be available, having Jota step up is massive yeah, for them. And he is Everything. good. He is good, yeah, which is scary. Insane. Yeah. yeah, so There's I mean, I think another team in the league that you'd rather play with those mm-hmm. amount of injuries than Leicester, and they made them seem like a relegation sure bound team on the day. Yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. You know, especially with all those injuries. But Leicester's, I mean, they're sitting in fourth. They're plus six goal differential. Liverpool plus five. Um, and I, I thought this game would be a lot closer. Like James said, I thought it'd be a matchup where um, it would be a matter of whether or not they can get Vardy on the end of the ball. Thing is, if you allow thirteen shots on target you're going to lose every single game you play. So I think um, Lester just got absolutely smashed, and hopefully Brennan Rodgers doesn't go back into that mold that he went into in the second half of last season where he just says, it's okay, guys. Like, it's okay that you did that. Johnny Evans, you scored a killer odd. Good job, man. Like, maybe next time, <laughs> uh, don't do that. But it's okay if you do. You know, like, Did you guys see like the slow motion replays they kept showing of that own goal? Yeah, he looked so stupid. I couldn't stop giggling on my couch. Like <laughs> just watch. I was like, how dumb does he look right now? <laughs> yeah, we've seen some classic Uggs this year. I think some. Either there was like, a great worse finishing. one. Wasn't there one on Saturday that was really terrible? Worse than Johnny Evans. The Newcastle. It was one? really bad. Frederico Fernandez's. It had to be the Ugg Newcastle one. In the Newcastle one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, like, he swung at it and it hit off his other leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The Johnny Evans, Evans one is so much stupider. He takes the game. I'm still laughing just thinking about it. I mean, he headed it into his own goal. He turned his head. There's nothing better than a good eye, man. Yeah, I do like a good Og. I'll tell you what, though. I think Og is Phil Jones, Og. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> just, Just... A great finish. Well, well, in the upper ninety. Johnny Evans was uh, probably around for that one. Yeah, you learn from the he best, you know. Probably on that team. Oh my god! Learn from the best. Uh, all right, so I mean, Liverpool three zero on the title trot still, but you know, it's a weird year, and I think anytime you can get three points is a big deal, and that's what Manchester United did um, on Saturday. They they played okay but not compared to not when you think about who they were playing against i mean west brom has been absolutely horrendous this year west brom has uh three points on the year negative 12 goal differential they do not have a win in this in the in the year yet so i think um if you're united you would like to win 3-0 there and getting by on a retaken penalty kick is not great uh it it Bears noting that the West Ham, uh, excuse me, the the West Brom goalie had a really nice game in this one. Former United uh, Academy product kept the ball out of the goal on several occasions with really nice saves. Also saved a penalty kick before it was retaken. Um, but you know, three points or three points, especially this year. United needed them very, very badly. Um, if you don't get those three points, then you're sitting, you know, down with Manchester City, which you don't want to be doing. So Definitely I think um, Manchester United squeak out. I don't have a whole lot to say about the game, guys, besides you need three points. Like you won on a penalty kick. You missed uh, Martial missed a sitter. Rashford missed a sitter. Um, you did have a penalty <laughs> taken away 
I was going to say, yeah. are you going to gloss over this? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's a penalty. It's a this, PK 100%. In this, in this day and age, it probably is, but I didn't think it was like I, I wouldn't say it's 100%. Yeah, was, I don't think it was, was like a little clear surprised as bell. It. How, how is it not 100% when you have in this the referee and call it? And then the referee overturns it when he gets to see it in slow motion. Well, the guy, yeah. the problem is the guy just dives like he got shot. And that, yeah. I think the, that's the, why he was like, oh, that, you know, that amount of contact can't make you dive. Like the that. Which, but, but we but haven't he, seen that kind of common Contact sense is contact in the box. He's, I mean, it's, it's still a, a foul. And the, a down, foul. the flip side of that is you don't make a meal of it these days. The refs don't call it anyway. Yeah. I, th- I thought it could have gone either way. I don't. I don't think it was like egregious, but I mean, you guys can. I'm. I'm a United. I thought it was fan, a coin so. flip. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a coin. Actually, flip. I thought that Liverpool handball. Not to bring up the Liverpool game again, but uh, Maddox just swats the ball away, and <laughs> apparently we don't call that anymore. Even though in the freaking Champions League final, it hit his hand and it ruined the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that also is that. Is, that's a handball. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that yes, you could have called it. I think it was fifty-fifty. You could it have called it. Called and then it reversed. was called a penalty. Uh, yes, if you had given them the penalty, um, you could have. I could have seen it, especially in this day and age. I don't. I don't think it was a stone cold pen or anything like that. But I think it would have been if the game had finished one to one. It would have been. It would have been. Um, you know, West Brom had no business taking anything out of that game. On the day, because no, United didn't do anything either. to win. I mean, you got no. a penalty. You scored you on your second take of a penalty, and then yeah, you got a penalty we, retaken because the goalie jumped off the line. There's a difference between a, a, a crap team bailing water for 90 minutes and trying and to Brown. get a point, which is what they were doing, and Manchester United putting them under Playing siege crap. and winning. They didn't play like crap. They just didn't score. I mean, your team would know that you didn't score any goals. You haven't scored any goals for like 10 weeks. <laughs> And we played crap, and so did you. Yeah, except one of us actually scored a goal. Like that's a big difference. We don't get us. the one penalty calls like you do. I don't oh, think there's don't anybody. Then, and we don't. And we don't get the other team's penalties taken away like you do. Yeah. So is it? So is it still a conspiracy? Manchester United sitting in tenth. It's silly. It's silly land. that it's silly that that <laughs> penalty was called, and then, and 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 you can call it coin flip or whatever. It was called yeah. on the field. Which everyone would accept as a penalty, and then to go back and take it away when no one is sure why, because the guy, because the guy reacted too much. Uh, I mean, like I said, it was like a fifty-fifty draw. It, United, well, United have gotten on the other end of that this year too. United have been on the other end of that stuff this year. The Lindelof penalty where the ball barely brushes hand. Like we've been on the other end of it too. Like the, 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 let's not pretend like this is some stone cold penalty and like well, West the- Brom had any business being getting anything from this match. Like they didn't. Let's not. I mean, a point. No, I mean, a PK. they didn't deserve a point. How they can you take not. a PK away from West Brom when you won by a PK? Like you're. You're arguing that you played over the odds better. Yeah, what, you won I'm saying that you couldn't score an open play. You don't deserve three points if they should have also score had a penalty. An open play, anyways. I don't know oh. what you're talking about. Well, I was talking not about the United game. Score, what are you, you talking about? You can't even win. Right. I was talking <laughs> about the United place. It's another win. 13th place. Oh, this <laughs> is <laughs> oh, this is when he can't make an argument. He wants to talk about City. Let's move on. No, to no, I think we want to talk about Arsenal right now. Right. So Man United, fine. they get their it's three points. I wouldn't call it ugly, but it wasn't pretty. But it is important. Didn't play well. You Let's gotta, move on. You got to scrap your way through and get these crappy three points where you can. Um, 
So we'll move to a team that did not get three points where they could. Manchester City. Oh, sorry, that wasn't you. Uh, Arsenal, zero. Leeds, zero. You talk about scrapping to get a to get a, a, a result you don't deserve. Arsenal getting anything out of that match was exactly that. James, you watched the whole thing. Arsenal under siege after Pepe headbutts somebody. <laughs> well, I want to say Pepe, and I think we've been saying this for a while now, but Pepe has got to have solidified the worst value for money signing in the in the last several years of the Premier League. Ooh, ooh hold on. Me. Pick me. Pick me. Okay, go, Pete. <laughs> um, what about Jolenta? I completely forgot about Jolenta. Jo- but uh, Jolent- 50 Jolenta. million. Yeah. yeah. $50 million. He has two goals in 45 games for Newcastle. But you know what? Holy but he plays hell. For Newcastle. Yeah, I could. I, I've totally forgot about him. And they're like, they signed him yeah. for 50 million. million. I was like, Jolenta. what? Yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty. They Five bought him from uh, what, like Hoffenheim or something over in Germany. Oh my god, that's they're horrible. just counting their money right now. Yeah, but you know he has to play for Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I look. I'm no Joe jo Ellington uh, a- apologist here, but he has to play for Steve Bruce. And come on, the guy can't even get Andy Carroll to score. So, and Andy <laughs> Carroll's a huge talent. So, you know. <laughs> Pepe, Pepe, you can see, you can, you can understand him being a little bit frustrated because every time he plays, he's absolute garbage. Uh, and he took it out. He decided to take it out on, uh, who was it? Uh, Alioski on, on leads and then headbutted him. It's a, it's a clear. You talk about someone making a meal or something though, but yeah, good, all, all good for him. I mean, that was a red card. I mean, that's, sure. yeah, that's a red card. That's been a red him. card. Even the old, even in the old. No, of course, of course, of course. I'm not saying it's not, of course he's an idiot. I hate him for what he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this is one where, I mean, uh, I mean, yes, obviously Pepe, Pepe is not the reason that, that Arsenal couldn't really get a point here. This is the mm-hmm. same. They got a point. I'm sorry, couldn't get a, a win. Yeah. I mean, they got only got a point. It's not, he's not, it's not the reason that they couldn't do anything. Uh, I mean, part of the issue is still it's still how Arsenal is structuring their attack. You know, what are you doing with Obama Yang, who is completely out of form? I think, and and just uh, you know, we talk about how they how they choose to play Obama Yang. I don't agree with with what they're doing. Willian is still on the field. Now you're turning to people like uh, Willick and thinking they're going to be what rescues this team, but it's a terrible situation for a young player, to, a young talented player to come into. I just don't think without Partey in middle in midfield, yeah, that's uh, big. It's huge. Um, I don't, you know, they had been doing a lot better in defense right now, but I'm not sure if they really. Although defense wasn't the issue here, I, I, there's just pieces that are all just not fitting together. And I should know about that because the city's kind of the same way right now. But it's frustrating for me because Aubameyang was such a force, has been such a force these last couple seasons. And it's just so off, I think, the way he's being asked to play from where he could be the most effective for Arsenal. And I think that's the biggest issue they have. Okay. Ken, get your shots in well, on, your, on your team. Aubameyang played team. striker today. He wasn't he out on the side. Um, but the issue I think more so is potentially like we're too heavily defensive focused now. Um, and we're lacking the, the needed creativity from midfield 
to allow Aubameyang even touches. I mean, I think I could probably count on one hand how many times Aubameyang touched the ball today. Yeah, he didn't. Getting he never got any service. And when he does, he's heavily marked and in a bad position. And he's he still thinks he's Aubameyang from last season. I thinks that he's going to score every time he touches it. So he's shooting, which I'm not mad at him for shooting, but he's not in the greatest positions to be taking those shots right now. Um, if we had party today, I think that we would have been able to have a a more of a forceful player that would have pushed Leeds United back. Um, yeah. I love Ceballos for like the, the hustle he puts in. I'm very questionable to his decision-making when on the ball. Um, I don't question if he loses it, whether or not he's going to get it back. I just question what he's going to do with it when he gets it back. Um, yeah. Who, yeah, very, who in the, that's a great way to put it too. Cause like who in this midfield was going to grab the game by the scruff of the neck, right? Nobody. Like, you need party. Players. And yeah. unfortunately we don't have them right now. And you know, tried and true, you know, the, the most skilled player in our midfield, Jaka, comes through. And he didn't do anything completely hateful today, but he's too very <laughs> loose. He's very loose with the ball. Like, he makes yeah. very bad pass. Like, I think three times in a row that he had the ball, he passed the ball right to Luke Ailing. Yeah. Like, directly to him, as though they were in the same color, and they couldn't have been wearing more opposite colors. Um so today, <laughs> after Pepe gets us the red card for headbutting him like a moron, um, I all my praise goes to Burnt Leno for saving us yeah. a point. And, you know, I'm going to just rest my hat on that this is going to be a weird season and hopefully other teams drop points that they shouldn't, even though I will not exactly say that losing, that drawing away at Leeds on a clean sheet is, is a terrible result when you went man down with 40 minutes left, not to make That's excuses, true. not yeah. to make excuses, but uh, our tennis got work to do. The honeymoon is officially over. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I I'd like to just see some results coming through. Um, I just don't know how it's going to happen because it does seem as though Arteta either he has ideas and he's too scared to implement them, or this is the idea. And it makes me a little bit terrified for the rest is- of the season. Ken, yeah. is this a midfield where you could have Partey come back and you could have an Ozil in there? I was too he's scared not, to say where is not, Ozil, but we're not, not allowed. Squad. Yeah, we're not allowed to even play him if we wanted to. And I no. think that that actually, as weird as this sounds, I think Arteta might rest his head on his pillow every night and say, Jesus, maybe Ozil wouldn't have been so you, bad. You don't have any. Ugh. I mean, it's not like like a lot. Some of these players. At least are, for the creativity. Right. They need them for creativity. Yeah. So, I mean, some of these players, like Jaka worked hard. He's a little loose with the ball. Okay. Fine. I mean, Pepe, you. Willick, Willian, you, you're not telling me that you couldn't have Partey plus Ozil replace those three and have get more out of that no no i think 100 <laughs> percent. and i thought about that today actually when i was watching the game it would be nice to have someone who can laser direct a pass to Aubameyang who is now in the middle i think that that actually does change the game and just completely forget the fact that you're never going to get him to track back on anything just why use him it, for complete passing James, why are you leading him down a path where he's talking himself into Mesut Ozil, who hasn't played soccer? No, I in already like was. I said, "What talk about months. it?" I think I that I think that Ozil, James, I mean, the, the type of player that Ozil is is what this Arsenal team needs. 
For yeah, all the, those the thing that Arsenal, Tom, the thing that Arsenal is missing compared to the t- the top teams right now is an attacking midfielder. Look at Bruno Fernandez, Kevin De Bruyne, Harry Kane. You know, those are the teams that are playing well. They just don't have that right now. Nobody's nobody serving a bottom money. But there's a he's reason that he's half. not even in the squad. Like, if he had any value at all, then they would have him in the squad. He doesn't this, have any value. There's something they, they, wrong they've been him. trying he's to broken. shoehorn. They've been trying to shoehorn him into positions where he has to put effort into defense. defense. But, he doesn't do that. But yeah, if I you've mean, got Chaka and Partey, and <laughs> even one more, you can you can have Osul there create. They have no one to create for him. Aubameyang is Nothing. an island on an island by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's going to be a problem. And unfortunately, Aubameyang is going to fall in that sword of the, the last, you know, highest paid player in Arsenal, and he's not, he's not producing. Yeah, right now I am still on this. I'm on this bus too, where it's not completely his fault um, that he's not producing. Yeah, it's not like he's missing we'll chances. He's not missing chances. Like he's not missing good chances. There's no chances no. coming. Is, is no, what the problem yeah. is no. Exactly. You know, you guys could always go back to the uh, well with um, Chelsea players that are over the age of 35. So maybe they'll have a <laughs> midfielder that's up uh, in the near I, future. I like actually. I, I would actually <laughs> rather have. Isn't Giroud getting on a contract? <laughs> No, I'd like my guys at Arsenal to talk to your guys at United and see which account to send the check to to get VAR on their side. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot the conspiracy. Conspiracy. That's hey, so terrible. I... You're in 13th place and you have VAR on your side. <laughs> You're talking to City. We're not in hey, 13th, we're in, we're in 13th place. Can I sum up the Arsenal? Because we don't have VAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would love to hear. Sure, go ahead, Pete. Doc. Check out this weird awesome. stat. So the only two teams in the league that have allowed less goals than Arsenal are Tottenham and Wolves. The only teams in the league that have scored less goals than Arsenal are Wolves, West Brom, Sheffield, and Burnley. Oof. That's bad. Wow. That's crazy. And that's why I think Oof. that we put Arteta's I mean, their defense so has been good. Defense. That's what I was saying. I think that the, the onus has been on defense only, and we are not training. It's like an overcorrection three. from last yeah. year. Exactly. That's exactly right. We're not creating enough chances, and now our defense is completely in Ossel's order. Ozil's the answer. I don't think Ozil's the answer. I just don't think that he would be a terrible option to bring in as a Hail Mary because we've tried everything else. Yeah. Have you tried uh, signing another $75 million player from the French League? <laughs> now they play different positions, but I mean, that, that's low hanging fruit for you to think. That is low hanging fruit, but still good tasting. It still tastes good. <laughs> there is I'm nothing just, worse saying, than watching you waiting all week for your team to play, yeah, and then when the score is zero to zero, the game's in the balance, and your idiot player headbutts somebody. There's yeah, nothing he can't keep worse than that as a fan. Yeah. Away, away. It's <laughs> happened to all of us. It does suck. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, so Arsenal zero zero here, and honestly, I mean, Ken said before at the very beginning. That, you know, if you're going to tell him there's going to be a red card in the 50th minute, I guess you'd take your point. But um, Leeds was knocking. I'm pissed if I'm a Leeds fan. They had 25 shots and only they four They hit the post target. like seven times. The, the post balls do not count as shots on target, so that's a little bit misleading. But, I mean, Arsenal kind of escape. And the only thing I have to say beyond whatever everybody else has said is 
that I thought Arsenal had turned a corner with their United performance um, when they played at Manchester United. They seemed to get, you know, grind out a, a nice win there. And it just, it, this kind of thing happens where they start to drop points. Um, you can't really blame them for losing to, um, you know, Man City or Liverpool. Um, but when they're going to lose 3 0 to Villa, though Villa is playing well. And they follow that up after the break with a just clinging to a draw. It, it just makes those those headlines so easy to write. And I think that's the thing that Arteta has to fight hard against is the team dropping back into same old Arsenal kind of talk. And just, you know, when, when they when they play again, the next time you guys line up, uh, it's against, let's see here. Oh, my God. I just clicked on Monday's games, and it's Palace versus Burnley. Got to get out of that. Stop that. Um, <laughs> uh, the next time Set Arsenal your t- plays, TV. it's your Wolves. TV. It's Arsenal, Wolves, two teams that are underperforming. Um, and I think that you guys, you need to get one of those 1-0 wins with the penalty kick there. That's oh one my- of the, when you got to get one of those, you know. Oh, my God. We played Burnley next. <laughs> you're you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose to Burnley. You know what they're gonna do to their, their oh pitch before God. you guys get on it. You better hope you're home. I haven't looked. Is at it? it. And is they're it gonna send out their four? council house clones. <laughs> they're all six foot six, <laughs> lanky, missing half their teeth. Oh, you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> it's at the Etihad, so at least you don't have to worry about them like planting landmines in the, on the pitch or anything oh, God, like that. Yeah. But yeah. they'll find a way. They'll, find, they'll be out there in their warm-up just scuffing up the field. <laughs> you know how, like, when some, some play, when they're going to take a penalty, like, they go argue with the yep. ref, and they just, like, yep. dig out the penalty spot? That's what Burnley <laughs> players do over the entire pitch. And you they're can't just, tell, because you're just like, that's just the way they normally walk. You know? you can't So you can't call them on it. Yeah, just, like... <laughs> Wearing a special pair of spikes for the warm-up so they can just, like, drag the, the yeah. field, the, grab the turf, and just drag it out, and chunks of it are missing. Uh, at what, three it was pod, like that when I got uh, here. At three, <laughs> at three Beards Pod, if you want to get it, James. Um, we lost our Burnley fans. We're not worried. Yeah. Oh well, every every week we have to we have to get rid of one fan base and we've been hitting Burnley for a while. So, I mean, I'm expecting some kind of action at some point from them. Um, but yeah, so Arsenal hangs on the table looks weird. We're eight slash. Uh, the table looks in. freaking great. It looks weird. Cause Tottenham's at, at the top. Looks great. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Manchester city's in 13th place. And they have a game in hand. So, I mean, if they win their game in hand, they're in seventh. So it's not like, you know, you know, I don't like it. It's not great. <laughs> but what what do you you look around right now and like Pep Guardiola is in 13th place right now. You know, um, he doesn't care. In January, Lionel Messi's coming. He knows true. this. That's why he's not yeah. worried. Barcelona. That's a good segue. Barcelona is in 10th place right now. And they're yeah. missed. They just had another few injuries. And like. He, have you guys watched him play? I've seen a couple of them, and he still has a, a ridiculous goal here and there. And I know I people, Spanish, like. when, when, <laughs> when you're not winning, you know, him not tracking back at all always looks a lot worse, you know, because they're not winning matches. But you look at his body language, um, the way that they are. Oh, he they, doesn't want to be there. He is. He regrets. He regrets he not championship in the summer. Yeah. Well, he I mean, it wasn't his decision. But guys, yeah. I mean, he, we read that article about him sending out him and the, you know, the, the captains of Barcelona sending out <laughs> Serginho Dest, the American who does yeah. not speak fluent Spanish, I don't think, for the um, he for does the, not 
Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> confirmed, confirmed does not. Uh, and you were going to place fluent with any Spanish, I think. <laughs> yeah, like doesn't know a word. <laughs> just, yeah, I just got this image of, of like somebody speaking Spanish and just like rapid Spanish at him and he just like, He's hey. like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, the worst thing about that is you know how those, the fans in Spain, you know how they can't stand when people don't speak Spanish. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, like that was a disgrace. Yeah, that was like a... Like a what, what, a move, what a move to pull. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, I don't think it's a huge deal normally, but they're actually in 12th right now. Like they're not in 10th. And they did that after the Classico. Yeah. How, how are you not answering questions after you lose to your like rival? Like what, what captain do you guys know? I mean, I hate to, to, to bang on Messi because I, I think he's an elite talent. I think the way he handles himself off the pitch is amazing. He's always somebody that you like to you root for, even if you're not on, on his team. But that kind of stuff to me does show like a lack of leadership from him and whoever else is supposed to be the captain from PK and those kind of guys. Maybe Messi's not the guy that's supposed to be the actual captain. He's just the best player on the field. That's fine if he's like that. You know, they have their they have their setup where it's like they have multiple captains based on seniority, I guess. And that's yeah. that's the captain structure. That's who has the armband on the field. Is who has been on the team the longest, and that's Messi. But yeah, that, that's fine. If he's not the guy that, that comes out there at the front, that's fine. But then who yeah. is? And and that that's unacceptable to me if I'm a Barcelona fan. Oh, I and agree. after the Atletico Madrid loss, another basically rival. He's talking about Pedri. He's yeah. another teenager. Yeah. No, I, so I you know what I think questions. it is? I think it's a I think it's a form of riot against the, the club yes. the yeah, hierarchy. It's against the board. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's a form yeah. of, of protest against the board. I think all of those players PK, so the board. Messi, everyone there that's a senior figure in the playing squad mm-hmm. is, are, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say they're being pushed out. I don't, I think the last presidency, the last board certainly worked to alienate them a lot from. Yeah, I think it was the actions of all the old yeah. board that they're just sick of, like and, all and, that and, stupid and, stuff they did. And now they still don't have a board. They're still no. in this quagmire. I mean, they have a temporary board. Whatever. They don't have a new president yet. They're still in this quagmire of these financial difficulties where now after being dragged through the mud with the last uh, the last administration, they're being told they're going to have to take like pay cuts or that the club is going to fold you know yeah it's crazy 30 percent pay cuts is what they're negotiating for and the guy and then players rightfully so in my opinion are like no, no. f you you're the ones who put us there you're the ones who are, who are that far into debt like yeah i understand completely i do i understand i just now I i'll agree with you i agree with you it's not it is not a good look for a leader right you go out there you take your lumps mm-hmm. you do it not for the not for the board you do it for the fans, but yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And I agree. And you know, you got to do it, but I just think their situation is way beyond. It shows, yeah. It shows how bad the situation really is at Barcelona and it's great. It's just desserts. I think if you're not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that too. I mean, it's hard for me not to say that with the, whole idea that they they built up where they were better than everybody else but because of their the way they morally more than a club yeah the more than a club stuff <laughs> and really i mean the whole time everybody else knew that they were just a real madrid team with uh, a better 
stretch of um, time where they had uh, those academy players dice, you know, rolling out, and they had legendary academy players mixed in with a, a legendary um, manager. At, they at the, they at had the, right the best time. player of all time. Yes, they That's have why the they've best been player good. of all time. They've yeah. been carried by him for like it's like six plus years. Yeah, like it, it six plus years where, where they've been there. declining. The squad around them has been declining yes. and deteriorating, and he's been pulling them through the entire time. Yes, with his absurd 50 goal return for like three of the last five years. Mm. You know, like I, I, I completely agree. Well, let's not spend any more time on Barcelona. Um, all right, guys. So for next week, the match that sticks out to me, Chelsea Tottenham. I need some um, I need some predictions and we'll think of a bet uh, for Iraq and Pete if you guys mm. want to do it. Yeah, we can, um, well, I wanted to see it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, you got to Pete, you got to. um Send me the picture you want me to have on my lock screen. Okay. Yeah, okay. put it in the, I'll send put it in the chat. To the podcast. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it in that chat. Is it okay. a week or is it a month? <laughs> it's a week. It's. A uh, month. I mean, I'll, it's however, <laughs> wait, wait, it's however long you're safe betting on for the for yeah, the comeback. Return. Yep, for the return. Yeah, the be return with what? Them. Return leg. When oh, you want to bet until then? No. Oh, no. oh you mean same bet? On Whatever the, you do okay. now, it's going to yeah. be the same when we go back. Let's do a month. Which is. Okay. A month Jeez, is people a week. Right, but if, I win, if I win the return, if I win the return, you're you've got to have it on your work screensaver too. Oh, that's not possible. You can't do that. <laughs> I don't Oof. think you can do that. It's got to be your background okay, fine. on all okay, your fine. Zoom fine, 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 calls for work. <laughs> no, fine, fine, fine. We'll keep it the same. Anyway, anyway, Chelsea, Tottenham, Chelsea, two, Tottenham, zero. Because I need Tottenham to lose. Continue the zeros, okay? Because I need Tottenham to lose. All right, fine. Ken. I, I don't see either team ending with zero goals. That is a uh, a very, very uh, wild bet, uh, James Lewis. But I would say I think the Chelsea does kind of eke this one out, but I think it's like a pretty exciting 3-2 to two Chelsea victory. Okay, I'm going with a 0-0 zero, zero draw. Oh, wow. What? I think it's going to be boring AF, and wow. I think that nobody pushes oh, forward. Wow. And you might even see Chelsea – not start like Werner. Oh, this isn't Man United Chelsea. <laughs> I think it's Chelsea United. I think I think Jose will take a point here, and I think he'll get his point at zero zero. All right, Pete. I think it's going to be two two. I think it's going to be an entertaining match and barn burner. Tottenham, wish. I, I think Tottenham will line up differently than they did against City. I think they will. Okay, at two to two, Doctor Pete. How does the two to two play out? Um. Kane penalty kick, Sun goal, Chelsea Werner hits us for two. Mm, oh, so you think it's Tottenham up two zero, and then they come back and tie? No, I don't think we'll be up two. I think we'll it'll go back and forth. Oh, pretty wild! All pretty right, wild. all right, all right, guys. All right, you all heard right. it here uh, first. We'll try to get a bet going. Um, maybe something similar to what you guys did with Iraq. I got to get his consent though, uh, for next week. But the. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, James, if if, he, if if Chelsea loses, Eric has to rename one of his kids Harry Kane. I'll, I'll find the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can totally see it. Yeah. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made a bet I should have made. <laughs> Come on over here, Harry Kane. Well, why did you name our daughter Harry Kane? We have a son. <laughs> That's his first name too, Harry Kane. <laughs> Hyphenated. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, uh, James, Burnley Palace, anything to say? Monday, Monday night, Monday, Monday, Monday? Uh, now, th- talk about a clash of titans. Um, <laughs> I think I think Crystal Palace pulled this out 
Uh, one nil. I think. I think uh, Burnley are Wilf. just so bad. I think Wilf does <laughs> something. Wilf? Yeah, Wilf, Wilf does something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, happy to have soccer back. Um, we have, I mean, we have, I believe, a match every three game, three days for the next eighteen. <laughs> There's two games. Forty-five the, for the next soccer. forty-five days. I'm talking about our teams. Like I'm, I'm just saying, about, like there's two games on a Monday. It's wild. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like that all really the way crazy. through the December slog. I think it's about staying healthy where you can. We have uh, Champions League throughout the week and Europa, and then it's just gonna go like that all the way through December when we have a match every day, pretty much for your team. So it's gonna be about who can stay healthy. I mean, Yay. United play Leicester and Wolves on the 26th and the 28th, respectively. Like that sucks. So I mean, <laughs> talk about Crystal Palace twice in the same podcast. But how did they draw the short stick Monday and a Friday game? That's right. Uh, because they don't play in Europe, probably. But they have to play Burnley and Newcastle. So <laughs> yeah, jokes on them. Jokes <laughs> on them. All right, guys. Well, we're back. We're happy to be back, and uh, we'll get our bets squared away. I'm really worried about what what Pete's going to send to James because I, I think that James. I don't retaliate. Gotta be careful. I escalate. Yes, always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For James Lewis, Ken Lee, and Dr. Pete, I'm Tom Miller saying I hope everybody has an awesome week. All right. Good job, boys. Look good. Man United suck. Are you sure? Because yeah. we're still above you. That's the weirdest thing. I keep hearing about how sucky we are. Exactly what, what does hour. that make you? What I know. does that make you? Well, it's just, it's still, it's, it's like now you're like, the, what are you? Are you the Tottenham of this? rivalry now your only accolade is being above city 